Hey, welcome to the Hopecast for June 26th, uh, 2022. Uh, this week we're in Luke chapter 9, looking at verses 57 through 62. And uh, as Jesus talks about um, how important it is to uh, be in his kingdom, to tell others about his kingdom, to follow him. And uh, there's not a lot of room for excuses or half measures. And uh, it's challenging, but uh, he promises to be with us through it all and to help us to do uh, what we are unable to do ourselves. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's an encouragement to you. Peace. It's good to see everybody this morning. Um, we uh, uh, going to be looking in the book of Luke today and uh, still continuing on uh, in our attempt to, uh, to uh, see if we can sum up uh, our message today in 10 minutes or less. Ten-minute sermons, and uh, again, I've been miserably failing at that. Last week was even longer than the first two weeks that we tried it, uh, and it's just something to see: can we um, be succinct and efficient in what we say? Uh, because if you are um, like me, maybe you spend more time on social media than you should, uh, and and you realize that you're. Uh, Attention span is getting shorter and shorter a little bit every week. I know for me it is. Um, I'm finding myself constantly watching YouTube videos in one and a half or two speed uh, just to, like, it's okay, just get to the point. I'm skipping ahead. Um, just, you know, and so trying to see can we just explain um, what Jesus is talking to us about this week in 10 minutes? And I think I'm already like three minutes into it. So we've got to get on. So we're in Luke chapter 9, and we're going to be looking in verses 57 uh, through 62. Um, and where Luke is, or where Jesus is in this position, he is, or uh, in this passage, he is on his way to Jerusalem, right? We have um, seen Jesus do many great things. Just, uh, was it last week, I think, we, we saw him drive a legion of demons out, out of a man. Uh, he has healed people. He has loved them all. And now he is on his way to Jerusalem uh, to be crucified, right? Uh, and so as he is going along, he is calling people. His whole ministry is calling people to come join him. But now, specifically, he is calling people to come and join him. And we see some responses in this passage that we're looking at. Uh, verse 57 through 62 that um, Jesus had something to say about. All right. And so we want to, as we read what Jesus says, we want to think about our own lives and what it means. Are we giving some of these responses in some, some ways to Jesus uh, and, and what should be a more proper response? Okay. So we're going to look at kind of three things the three responses and what Jesus says about them. But so uh, let's read together in Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through, 57 through 62. It says, As they were traveling on the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus told him, Foxes have dens, and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And then he said to another, Follow me. Lord, he said, first let me go bury my father. But he told him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go and say goodbye to those at my house. But Jesus said to them, 
No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Um, help us to absorb what you have to say to us today, even though it may be challenging, maybe convicting. Uh, we know that it's all out of love and all out of um, how, how great you love us and, and how great you love the world. Help us to accept it and to uh, make changes if we need to. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus is going along and he sees three responses. And we're just going to go through these responses. Uh, again, trying to, to uh, just kind of keep it short and succinct. Firstly, following Jesus is inconvenient. All right? This is the first response. He, he says to a guy, follow me. Or a guy says to him, rather, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus tells him what sort of life he's looking at. Right, foxes have dens and birds of the sky have ne have have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Now, some might look at this at face value and say, "Oh, Jesus is calling all Christians to a life of of poverty." Right? I don't believe that's the case. Now, I, the opposite is also not true. He's not calling us to a life of wealth and prosperity. Right? I think he's fine with us having things, possessions, homes, um, as long as we have the right mindset and the right attitude about it. But we do have to keep a priority of what is really important, right? My home is, is uh, we've been really blessed, right? With, with a home that is nice and it's warm, we have heat in the winter, AC in the summer, it doesn't leak much. Uh, it's, a couple, it's, old, it's an older house, there's a couple spots. Uh, but uh, it, it's, it provides a space for my family, right? And I'm super thankful for that. I'm thankful that we have been able to open up our home to, to our kids and, and, you know, that God's allowing us to raise a family in it. Um, in a sense, we are using that for the kingdom to advance it. Now, that sounds much more holy and religious than it is, but that's kind of the, the sense that we should try to kind of have about it, right? But following Jesus is inconvenient. And this is difficult to look at from a 21st century Western world standpoint, right? Because we have all these things. Um, and sometimes they can definitely get in the way of following Christ. Um, when God calls us to go out and spread the gospel, well, I have to devote a certain amount of time to my employer um, because they pay me, right? I have to have that money to then eat and live off of. Um, I have these priorities and these things that that, that I have to take care of. And so sometimes that we have to, feels like, you know, spinning plates or juggling time between doing what we have to do and doing what we really need to be doing or really want to be doing, which is going out and telling people about Christ. And so we have to tell people about Christ wherever we are, right? It has to uh, really encompass our whole life, right? No matter what we're doing. Um, many times I'll think about, you know, man, what could I be doing for Jesus, if I didn't have to go to work, if I didn't have to raise my kids. God, we had football camp this weekend. We, we went and we spent like four hours on the football field yesterday and uh, just, you know, watching them do some, do, go through some drills and stuff like that. What could I have been doing for the church, for, for Jesus, if I wasn't there for that four hours? And any large number of things. Now, in reality, I probably would have just stayed at home. But, you know, sometimes we think about these things. What could I have done? Um, but we won't find a life of ease in Christ, especially in relationships. There's always going to be some kind of contention um, between what we are doing, what we want to do, and what we should be doing, right? Uh, we're constantly going to be filled, 
pull. We're constantly going to feel pulled to do more, to be more, all while trying to meet all these demands of, of work and home, right? But there's grace in that. Christ is, is, Christ is not dependent on me <laughs> to fully do all of his work. He's already done the work. He's just asking me and you to be obedient and, and do what we can, right? Well, let's look at the next uh, response that he gets. Uh, Jesus calls to another in verse 59, follow me. And the guy, the, the person responds, Lord, he said, first let me go bury my father. And Jesus' response, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. So Jesus's, following Jesus is uh, inconvenient, and it's also insistent, right? Uh, it insists that we go and do, right? There is a, an expectation, right? Um, it doesn't really allow for refusal. If you're in, then be all in. We be willing to serve uh, with everything that we have. We talked uh, about having things, right? We have a nice home. Make it available to others who have need. You have resources. Use them for the kingdom. You have time and talent. Use it to, sh to show uh, Christ's love to other people. Um, even if it's imperfect or unpolished, like my music, my music playing, um, my, my preaching, all, everything that I do, I feel like is very imperfect and unpolished, but the time is short. And there's a need for people to know about the love of God. And so we must be doing these things, right? We should leverage everything that we have to advance the kingdom. The response the guy gives here, let me go bury my father. Um, for some of you, like, oh, Jesus is like not even wanting him to, I thought we were supposed to honor our parents, right? It's likely, now we don't know, we weren't there, we don't know the guy who made this response, but it's likely that he was referring to a practice of, uh, where Jewish people would, there would be almost like a second burial, okay? After a time of decomposition had occurred, usually about a year after someone's death, they then took the bones that were left and, and reburied them, right? So it's possible that this guy was either saying, hey, I just buried my dad. Let me, after in another year, when we do this other thing, then let me finish that, and then I'll come follow you. Or his dad was old and possibly sick and, or ill and just, you know, imminent uh, death could be in, in a couple years, a couple months, whatever. He was saying, let me, let me get out of this stage of my life, Jesus, and then I will come follow you. And Jesus said, follow me now. Follow me even now. Don't wait for the next thing, right? Don't wait for your next career. Don't wait for, you know, your family to grow or expand. Follow me even now, right? I insist you, we need to be doing this. We don't have time to wait until something else happens before we commit to following him. And lastly, the third thing I want to look at, Jesus is, following Jesus is all-encompassing. Verse 61, another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go and say goodbye to those in my house. But Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus is not, not against family and relationships, obviously. Right? He tells us to love one another as Christ loved the church. Um, but he, we, are, we do need to have correct priorities, right? Because Christ is preeminent. He is uh, before everything. And, and in reality, he has to be or my relationships fall apart, right? If I don't love Christ and receive his love, then I don't know how to love Mary correctly. I don't know how to love my children correctly, the way that he loves them. Because he says, I want uh, you to love your neighbor 
as yourself, right? So I have to learn how to love myself, and then I can love them correctly, right? Because nobody loves my kids, nobody loves my wife more than Jesus does. It's not possible. And I want to love them the best that I can, so I have to learn from him, right? So it's all-encompassing. Um, he gives me grace and love. He gives us grace and love to um, respond to those who have differences of opinion uh, whether it's ideologically, socially, politically, theologically, um, so that sometimes we don't act on our feelings and slap them in the face, right? Uh, we don't, we don't, you know, um, we don't challenge them to a duel at dawn or whatever, uh, like you know Alexander Hamilton. So, look, um, and and especially it seems like this week, uh, I've, I've again too much time on social media. I've I've seen. Um, Lots of, of reactions to the recent Supreme Court decision to to you know submit to let the states decide uh, on abortion, and I, I have some agreements with that, and I have some concerns about how that's going to play out, and I'm not going to go into that here. We can, if you want to talk about it, we can. Um, but uh, we live in this strange uh, paradox, right, where we all need to do more for Christ, and we're going to have opinions uh, that potentially um, pit us against the world, those outside the church, and maybe even some of those inside the church, right? Uh, and, and, and we need grace to be able to live in those spaces, to be able to still be brothers and sisters in Christ and still and have some of those secondary uh, issues where we just don't see eye to eye on, and that's okay. Um, there's so much to do, though, in the kingdom, and it feels overwhelming, like trying to drink out of a fire hydrant that's fully open is trying to just quench our thirst from that, and we're going to drown, right? Uh, but thankfully, the kingdom's advancement doesn't depend on us. It doesn't depend on our ability to um, accomplish more or do more. It's all about what Christ has already done. And Jesus is just calling us to live that out, right? Um, so this week, as we go and do everything that we have to do for work, for family and neighbors. Let's do it all with love as much as we can. Let his love and the kingdom uh, mindset, this, this idea that the kingdom of God is not just coming, but it is indeed here and now living inside of us and living out through us. Um, let that encompass everything we do, whether we're at work, um, whether we're at home uh, chilling with our family or out at the, at the Dollar General and we see somebody and, you know, whatever, we're on social media, wherever we are. Um, let us be a, a, a non-judgmental ear to listen to somebody's plight, to be a friend uh, when, no one else, when no one else is. Whatever God calls us to do this week, uh, let us do it in the grace that he's given us. I want to leave us with uh, this quote from... Uh, my current probably favorite uh, writer on uh, religious text, religious issues, uh, N.T. Wright, uh, he says uh, in his commentary on this passage, he's, he asks a couple questions. These are questions that we ponder. Where is Jesus asking us to travel? Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today. And Are we ready to follow him wherever he goes? Let's pray. God, thank you so much for Jesus' sacrifice, for his great love, um, for the great mercy that 
you've shown us as we imperfectly try to emulate that love uh, in those in the lives of those around us. Help us to uh, do everything that we are called to do this week in love, in that love, showing that love to other people. Um, we can't do it on our own. We absolutely uh, need your help to do it. All these things we ask in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. We have pray that this was a, an encouragement and a blessing to you. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us for prayer or questions, comments uh, about this message or any others or just about who we are, anything, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at Hope Church rc you can email us at hopechurchrc at gmail.com or our website is hopechurchrc.org so anyways we pray this is a blessing to you and i hope you have a great week peace